everybody. Welcome to the Willow Tree Online podcast, where we talk about living out our values in our heart, health, and home. And uh, this is episode 25. I am Steven. I'm joined by Christina, my beautiful wife and co-host. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. At our kitchen table, coming to you live, but not live. Um, today, we're talking about um, we're talking about feet, <laughs> which if you're here, bless you. <laughs> having having seen the title, that's all about feet. Um, we said it's like the opposite of clickbait. Yeah, it's. Like but we promise anti- it's going to be really good. It's super interesting. It's really good. It's something that I've been um, super nerdy about for years. So I'm excited to get to share a little bit of that with you today. Um, but, uh, we're going to be talking about how important the feet are to our overall health, our mobility, some things that, um, just in our society, um, things that we all kind of take for granted about our feet and how we treat them that goes kind of against nature that is not natural and has serious impacts on, um, on our health now and decades into the future. and. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about what to do about it and how we can how we can live feet first, and uh, and and really capitalize and use um, these incredible incredible parts of our bodies to kind of amplify the rest of our health. So we're and gonna to get specific. Yeah, we're gonna touch on two topics. Yes, two main topics. So the first one is earthing and grounding. If you know what that is, we're gonna talk about what that is, the importance of it, and how to utilize that in your life. And then we're gonna talk about shoes. Yeah, and what kind of shoes might be ideal for optimal foot health. Foot health. Okay. Foot friendly shoes. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, no, that's great. That's very helpful. Um, we're going to start off, though, as always, with our three highlights of the day. So, Christina, hit us with your three highlights. How was today? All right. Today was such a good day. I think it was because the sun was shining and it was 60 degrees. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. Like, I just was so happy all day. It it was fake spring. You know how that happens. But mm-hmm. I soaked In Nashville, it up. that's like a... And probably most I've heard of like it, yeah, and like a lot of people. I heard someone yep. in Oklahoma say it too. Yep. Um, but that was a highlight, honestly. Just the weather today. We went for a walk and like I got to not even wear a sweater. And it feels so good having the sun hit your arms and your shoulders when they've been covered up all winter. It just feels I love that feeling. So that was a highlight. And then my friend came over and we seed started together, which was so fun. I'm taking a whack at cut flowers this year. So I'll take you along on my journey and hopefully something goes well and I get some sort of flowers. But I ordered a bunch of seeds from Florette Farms. So my friend came over and with our tiny children, we started our seeds. <laughs> so great. In the front yard. It was a little it party. Was so it was fun. great. It yeah. Was really, really fun to watch. And then my last highlight is that we got this trampoline like a little toddler kid trampoline for Beckett because he has entered his hopping era he wants to hop off of everything onto everything if you come over he'll probably ask you if you will hop with him and so we got him a trampoline thinking he'll probably like it he loves it he does and tonight he hopped for so long with so much gusto and watching him do that was just so sweet yeah, it was the best. And I put on I put on some music. So there was, you know, he was like 
jumping to the music mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was really, really fun. So fun. What were your three highlights, Stephen? My three highlights uh, were um, while you guys were doing your um, seed starting outside, Beckett was out there just kind of doing his own thing and playing and I'm inside working, but my window goes to the front yard so I can generally hear what's happening. And I hear Beckett start to be really upset and cry. And then after a second, like after a pause, I hear his thumping footsteps coming in the house and then coming down the hall towards me. And I'm like, oh gosh, like I'm the only one in the house. He must be looking for me. So I open the office door right as he runs past it and he, and he turns, you could tell he was hurt. Something happened and he came and he just put his arms around me and put his head on me and he was crying like oh bud what happened and he just wanted some comfort we like to call it like recharging like we kind of charge him up with courage um and he just he just needed a little recharge from dad for some reason uh in that moment and it just made me really happy not that he got hurt so Beckett's pain was your gain that's right it was it really was no it was sweet he fell like he does all the time, you know, but he fell and he immediately said, go see daddy. And I said, yeah, you can go see daddy. Yeah. He just ran in the house. Yeah. And so he just really hugged sweet. me and I just picked him up and held him while he, you know, kind of calmed down. And then, and then he saw them outside my window. I was like, <laughs> go outside. I'm like, yep, you got it, bud. So out he went. Sweet. It was just a really sweet, sweet moment. Um, and, uh, I finished up a client project that's been hanging over my head for a, a, a couple, a couple, well, yeah, I mean, it's been going on for a few months, but it's been really like, I've been like really pushing to get it done these last couple of weeks. So finally got it done, sent it off to the client today and that felt really good. Um, and last but not least, I ordered a birdies metal garden bed, which I'm very excited. If you are a longtime listener, you know that I like to garden. I have an episode. We have an episode about gardening. That was one of our more popular ones. So go check that out. But um, the, I have two beds down uh, in our um, kind of in our backyard right now. And they're both made out of just like random free pieces of wood that I got from a friend who was doing a renovation project. We call them the Einstein. Is that what we call them? The Einst- Frankenstein. Frankenstein beds. <laughs> Frankenstein beds. Einstein would have done a much better job. Yeah. What we're getting we're is the about. Einstein bed. Um, so they, they, these metal beds that are really easy, you just assemble them and they last for decades. Um, and I'm really excited to have them. They're going to look really clean and uh, just kind of level up my gardening experience so ordered one of those which is very exciting so that's it that's for our three highlights of the day it's something that we always do around like dinner time and things like that so um if you were here we would ask you what your three highlights are uh listener so take a pause and think through what your three highlights are or what you maybe want them to be if you are (laughs) if, if you're starting the day today oh there you go wishful thinking um All right, let's dive into our core content here. All about defeats, the footsies. So, why this topic, Stephen Hudson? Why this topic? Well, (laughs) it's been something that I have thought a lot about since I was in college. Um, And I've been really into feet and kind of minimalist footwear um, before it was cool. 
um, for like 10. He actually made it cool. 10, 12 years now. Yeah, I'm I'm the face Single-handedly. of it. I'm the face of the movement. Yeah, um, obviously. No, I've been really interested in it just from my own health experiences that often happens with a lot of different people. Um, you have, you solve your own problem and, um, you know, and, and then as the years go on, you see more evidence mm -hmm. to support what you experienced. And basically I, I used, my feet used to hurt all the time. I used to have, um, pain in the arch of, uh, arch of my foot and the ball of my foot all the time. I just thought it was normal. Um, until I happened to wear some more minimal shoes, my feet hurt really bad for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and then they'd never hurt again. And I just had this. There was like a transition. Period. Yeah. I was like, wait, what just, but like now my feet never hurt. My feet feel great. I feel like I can walk. And I was in college. So I'm walking across the Arizona state university campus, which is, it's one of the largest public universities in the country. I'm walking across it all the time. And, and, it's like, what just happened? So I just started diving in and learning about it. And it's something that, you know, together we've, you know, tried a lot of different shoes and um, we're all about healthy movement and trying to be mobile and healthy for longevity, right? That's kind of our our thing. It's, it's um, what is natural and sustainable and um, being healthy with your feet in a number of ways. Well, it's um, interesting too, Stephen brought up the point when we were talking about this podcast, like your feet are the foundation of your body and the gateway to a lot of mobility. And yep. I never really thought about it that way, yep. but it's like, yeah, your feet, healthy feet are what allow you to go for a run or do yoga. You know, there's so many things that- or walk or and do anything. Obviously, not everyone has the ability to use, you know, their feet. But for those of us who do, it's important that we, with gratitude, take care of them the way that we should. So I think just there's a lot of like misinformation and society has kind of like trends and fads. We go after that rather than yeah. thinking well, about what actually is foot health. It's like those shoes are really stylish right now, you know? Yeah, so. what's interesting is it's not even like misinformation there. It just isn't information. Right. It's, it's more of just a collective, like, well, this is the world we were born into. This is how shoes work. Yeah, you don't think about it. You know, well, you know, this is how, if you go to Nike, yeah. you know, the shoes are designed like this. So this must be what's best for my feet. And that's not true. Um, and so there's kind of a matrix red pill moment wake up where you go wait a minute this is this this is all wrong you know we're doing this wrong we're walking around on concrete insulated from the ground in our shoes or the material we're walking on all day we're never connecting to the earth and we're wearing these shoes that aren't designed they don't match the natural shape of our foot so we're shoving our feet into these shoes that scrunch our feet up and cause a lot of problems especially when we've been doing it every day for years, you know, as we get older. Which is like such a metaphor for so much of like life and society and culture. It's like we're kind of trying to fit ourselves in these boxes and it's like it doesn't really fit like it. It doesn't feel right, you know, but we just kind of. But it's what's mass produced. And right. And so we just do us, it. So. But so like stripping all the way back the optimal for foot health how like you know we're born we're not born with shoes on our feet <laughs> wouldn't that be strange um but 
barefoot on the ground is on optimal. The, or on the earth, not barefoot, just not just yeah. ground. Barefoot like, on the earth yep. is optimal. So we're going to talk about like grounding. And if you've heard that term or the term earthing, um, do you want me to define it? Yeah, or do go you for want it. To do that? Okay, so there's a really good website for this sort of information called Grounded. And we're going to put a link in the show notes. They have a documentary and then they also have like little videos about and just a bunch of information. So you can find that. Um, but basically, I think like sometimes when you first hear it, it sounds kind of woo woo. Like, yeah. make sure you're grounding. Yeah, go stand on the earth. <laughs> right, right. You rejuvenate your body. Right, right. And it's like the, we're going to even use the word like energy in this podcast, but yeah. we're not talking like woo woo or whatever. Um, not that that's a problem if we were, <laughs> but we, we are literally talking about energy because like everything that lives has actual energy in them. Like that's why you can shock somebody yeah, right? you can, with your you finger. Can, you could almost say electricity instead of energy. Yeah. Right? Electricity is a form of energy. Like, but like we're literally conductive. But we're, we're it, the way the grounding works is we're literally talking about electric charges. Yeah. Like we're talking about literal energy. So um, yeah, like all of our cells are full of energy. So just that as kind of a background, but why should you ground? I am taking this quote from the Grounded website because I think they define it the best. So I'm just going to read that off. Um, why should you ground? In recent years, inflammation has come to the forefront of medical attention and has been recognized as the leading trigger of chronic pain and most major health disorders, including cardiovascular disease, diabetes, arthritis, Alzheimer's, and cancer. All roads to chronic disease lead through inflammation. Researchers are increasingly saying this. Bodies are on fire. Earthing appears to extinguish the flames through the transfer of negatively charged electrons from the surface of the earth into the body where they neutralize positively charged destructive free radicals involved in chronic inflammation. The earth's energy makes the ground beneath our feet an extremely effective and abundant antioxidant. And it's free. No pills, no prescriptions. All you have to do is reconnect. So mic drop. Boom. I know that's like a lot of, but basically in a nutshell, what that's saying is because we have energy and the earth has different energy, when we stand on the earth, it literally, those ions help to ground our bodies and lower the inflammation in our bodies, basically. So some of the health benefits, and you can see, we'll put the link in the show notes, but there are studies that actually lead to these health benefits um yeah it's one of the it's this is something that's cool that not a lot of people know about when i when i end up talking to them about it but um there's actually been quite a lot of legitimate scientific studies now yeah. about grounding mm -hmm. and its effect on inflammation and all of the things that that we just listed off and um do you want to list off what some of the Benefits are that studies have shown? Yeah. Um, so it decreases inflammation. It decreases pain. It improves sleep. It improves blood flow, circulation, blood pressure, neuropathy, which is like a burning sensation in whatever extremity. Usually it's your fingers or your, or your feet. Um, nervous system function. Um, there's a lot of different things. But anything that inflammation would, would aggravate, which is pretty much everything um 
the grounding helps with because it I love that that visual of our bodies are on fire grounding appears to extinguish the flames and they have like heat signatures like they'll scan yeah, somebody's body so beforehand they've just been doing their normal thing wearing normal shoes doing their everyday thing and they haven't connected at all they haven't you know stood on the stood on the ground and then after I don't even know the timing, but it's usually not that long, mm -hmm. like a few minutes standing barefoot on grass mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, and then they do another scan of their body and it's like a totally different picture. You know, the temperature has changed. The mm -hmm. inflammation has gone down. Like they can measure a lot of that stuff. I think they can measure like the ions too, right? Like the energy. Ions is the word. It's like electrons. Electrons. And, okay. Yeah. I mean- Science was my first B in all of school. <laughs> Literally, I had straight A's until seventh grade science, and I got a B. It's devastated. From yeah. there on out, it was downhill. Yeah, we won't dive into like the the in depth of the scientific yeah. research. So go go to that. grounded for that. Read the studies there, and make your own come to your own conclusion there. But but so some of the things. So when we talk about like grounding, going out, standing on the earth, barefoot. Some things are conductive in nature, while other things aren't. So things that are conductive that would work to ground on would be grass, sand, dirt, or concrete. Things that are not conductive would be wood, asphalt, and vinyl. And a lot of other things, obviously. Yeah. Jello, you know. And like, so if you think about like walking around. That wasn't even funny to you. Jello. <laughs> I was honestly on a different train of thought. So yeah, walking on jello is is not But actually connected. once I said that I thought, wait, would it be? It probably, it's water. water. It probably would be. Shoot. Um bring on the jello walking, because that's a thing. <laughs> um, but like walking around your house barefoot, right? Like that's not that's not helpful because your your floor is not conductive. Right. Right. That is not connected to it's not grounded to the earth. Um, if you walk outside and you have like a concrete pathway that's sitting on top of the earth, that is mm -hmm. grounding. Um, but if you're walking on, I don't know why you'd be walking barefoot on asphalt, but if you were, that is not, you know, helpful. That's not conductive. Mm -hmm. So, but if you have a basement, like we have a basement that's concrete, that's mm -hmm. conductive. Yeah. Which is it, very cool. Yeah, it is conductive. And like what we would need to look at is what is underneath, underneath the concrete. The concrete. Yeah. And usually it's the earth you yeah. know so if it's coming in contact with the earth then great but like it's it's so interesting because this is something that like every electrician like your house that you're in is grounded to the earth like that's a part of electricity and electricians know that you have you have a grounding wire if you've ever done anything with like lighting or changing anything power related there's a grounding wire that wire it goes through your house going into a grounding rod into the earth. Like that's how electricity works. I used to work at the Apple store, which has the genius bar where they repair electronics and the geniuses back in the repair room, they have these little bracelets on their wrist that is connected to the table, which is a grounding bracelet. Oh, that's cool. Because your body generates so electricity. Not 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 so much electricity, but it generates. No, we're these little little mini power factories, yeah, and so we're generating our own electricity, even if it's tiny bit. 
And so, and that's like static shocks and stuff like that. That's how that comes from, you know, if you zap somebody, but even on a very small scale, if somebody, you know, if he was, he or she was going to repair a motherboard and they've got a metal screwdriver and they're not grounded and they go and they touch it and they can fry the computer just from a tiny bit. And so they have to wear those grounding bracelets. Wow. And so that's what we're talking about. That's literally all it is. It's, it's why lightning strikes. You've got positive, you know, electrons, or I forget which one is electrons, ions, all that stuff, but the positive ones (laughs) are in the air, in the clouds and the earth has an abundance of negative. And that's where, that's why lightning strikes. So it's the same. You know, it's interesting. I'll probably lose you because I probably will lose myself before I finish this thought. But basically I was thinking like all living things, like we're conductive, right? Unless we're dead, I would assume then we wouldn't be. Okay. So what's interesting about- What do you mean by conductive? Like that energy that's alive in us, like active energy. Yeah. yeah. If you're dead, you're not generating new energy. So- a calorie, the definition of a calorie is a unit of energy. So I was just yep. thinking like full circle here of like things we talk about in like, like, like helping our body thrive is the food that we eat, the way we nourish our body is the literal source of energy that we put into our body to make it stay like active and present and like. I don't know. That's just yeah. interesting. For some reason, when you said energy, I was thinking like that the same word is what is used for a calorie, which is our nourishment. And that just is a reminder that what you put in your body is the energy then that your body's going to use yeah. for all of these other things. Like how it how your body interacts with the earth below you is related to the nourishment that you've put in your body. Yeah. Like that's really interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. I probably I, lost myself. I mean, on it's that, the but. fuel that you put like in your car, right? Yeah. Like, when you turn your car on, there's electrical components. Like your car is generating electricity because it's it's a power plant. Mm-hmm. It's an engine. It's turning that fuel through combustion. Like that's all happening in us. <laughs> it's really wild. Mm-hmm. We're our own little mini power plants walking around. It's so um, interesting. Anyway, but but yeah, so all all you have to do to ground. Yeah is you just take your shoes off and walk outside and touch grass, you know, and you just stand on it. And you don't even have to do it with your feet. Like sometimes yeah, like when it's, hands. when it's cold, um, you know, I'll just, it's just your, your skin touching earth. Yeah. And capacity. the longer, the better, but we've like looked into this too. And like anything is good. Yeah. Um, it happens. The, the exchange happens very fast. Um, but the longer you're able to do that, the lo- the more benefits. There. Even for kids, like I wonder, like today Beckett was like playing outside for so long barefoot in the grass. And I just feel like it's so good for him. Like it yeah. seems like it truly regulates his emotions too. And mine as well. Like when we're just outside playing. Well, think so, about how oh, calming it is to walk along a beach. Right? Yeah. For a number of reasons, but that's, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, that's a big one is being like that whole time you're connected. You've got salt water in the air um, or I guess salt in the air. You've And then, but yeah, you're, you're grounding that whole time. Yeah. So there are a few things that are like alternative things that can help as well um, that we've used before. And that's grounding mats and grounding shoes. And these are like 
other means that you can use for grounding. When I, like years ago, we we still have the grounding mats, but when we had first learned this information and we watched the documentary, we're like, okay, we don't know like how much is 100% true, but we're willing to dive in. So we bought grounding mats and I would sit on the couch like whenever I was sitting on the couch, basically I had my grounding mat under me. So it was like I was getting more and more grounding. I remember, do you remember when you made that like setup in my hammock? Stephen like tied, this is oh, like, yeah. people are gonna be like, that's how weird they are. You put like a nail in the ground uh-huh. and then- he- Yeah, yeah, yeah. So gr- like grounding, you can literally, you just, if you get a metal rod, you stick it in the ground, you tie a piece of metal wire around it, you have your own grounding rod and so yeah i i I put a spike in the ground and i ran a a metal wire up to the back patio where you would sit in your swing and you would hold the wire that's all you need i had this hammock swing that i would sit in for hours a day when i was like in some recovery and steven's like we got to get you like we have to get you grounding in that so i would hold on yeah. to this little thing while i was sitting there and you you would just tie it around your wrist yeah so it just needs contact mm-hmm. with your with your body so um if you want steven yeah. to make one of those Cre- for you let us know <laughs> oh, please uh yeah some creative but creative the ways. grounding mats can be found like on amazon yeah you can look for those on amazon they plug into the grounding plug of your electrical yeah. socket um, which is again connected to the earth in some capacity in your electrical system. And your there house. are devices if you're like, I don't know, this is woo woo, but there are devices that you can actually um, like see if it's working basically. Yeah. So, like if you have the mat and you put the device on it, it'll be like red because it's not grounding. And then the, se- the minute you plug it into the outlet you'll see like oh now it is grounded and you can even like hold on to it and like step on asphalt and you'll be able to read oh i'm not grounded right now and then you step on sand and it'll show now you're grounded so Mm -hmm. there are like devices if you're curious yep and then there's also shoes that you can get that have um like we have these sandals called earth runners and they have little there's like a copper piece on the bottom of the shoe that is connected to a conductive wire that goes through the lacing. And so basically when that copper piece touches the ground, then it we're grounded in that moment. Um, and so, and they, like, you can see those little tests that Christina was just talking about where they, so, they do that. So that's just a small way that you could incorporate that into your daily life. Like that for me, we'll talk about shoes now, but that's like, if you've ever seen me in Anywhere between March and November, I'm probably wearing my Earth Runners. Yeah, yeah. I they're also just super. It's all I wear. I love them so much, but they are they have the copper in them, and so like we go for a walk every day on the asphalt. And like Stephen said, why would you be walking on asphalt, like barefoot? You know, but like these shoes allow that. Why are you looking like that? Because asphalt doesn't isn't conductive. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean asphalt. Like on the sidewalks. Yeah. Right? Like if we're on the sidewalks that are concrete. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just got the blankest of blank stairs. Okay. <laughs> Rewind. Anyways. Um, yeah. So they just allow you to to have the benefit of that, even when yeah. you have shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, if you're walking inside, you know 
your office complex or something like you're, you're, that's not going to matter what kind of shoes you're wearing, but yeah, walking across the yard onto the asphalt, you're grounded there. If we go to a park, mm -hmm. walking on grass, you're grounded there. You're walking on concrete grounded there. So, um, but yeah, that's a perfect segue into talking about now, um, foot friendly shoes. Um, cause a huge thing with shoes is that they all have big, thick rubber foam mm -hmm. or like not rubber, but foam, in uh, foam soles on the bottom, right? So you can think like we're literally walking around insulated from the ground all the time because of the cushioning. So that's what the grounding shoes try to mm -hmm. um, undo. We have to make a disclaimer when we talk about shoes because it's a touchy subject, I know, because yeah. there are a lot of people who are like, no, I have to wear this type of shoe. Please, like you do you and obviously talk to your doctor if you have medical things like, we're not saying that. We're just saying from our research and experience, these are some things that are worth looking further into, yeah. especially if you have. Yeah. We are, we are not doctors. We're not making yeah. a medical recommendation for you. Please go see your specialist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Disclaimer out of the way. So <laughs> um, minimalist foot-friendly shoes. What that, are they, Steven? What are they? Um, so your feet, if you were to look up uh, the feet of a culture around the world that does not wear shoes like we do um, in Western cultures, their feet shapes are very, very different than uh, the shape of our feet. Their feet naturally fan out like your fingers, their toes naturally Play. spread and splay. Um, there's sort of a rounded shape. Like if you were to kind mm -hmm. of outline it, it's more of a, more of this like rounded kind of bulb at the end uh, of it versus our shoes. If you look at all of our shoes, they all come to a point. Um, they all are, they're very narrow mm -hmm. and you can think of like, you know, there are shoes that are like, Oh, this one's a more, a wider shoe, but it still comes to that point. It's still not shaped like a foot. Mm -hmm. And what's happening is that, like ever since we're kids, we're wearing these shoes that are essentially squishing our feet like they used to do in China way back when, when they would like squish their feet together. Um, that's a whole other <laughs> side tangent, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, but um, but we're, like we're doing that willingly to, to our feet. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not something, and that like, there's all kinds of things that come out of that. But when it basically, if you're looking, I mean, look at pictures, uh, we'll link to some stuff in the show notes here, but like, it's that like thing where you're, you're the, the big toe is like kind of uh, angled in a little bit instead of being straight along the, the inside of your foot. That's the natural shape of it. But our shoes, because they're pointed, they squish all of our toes in. And so if you, if you just like stand and look at your feet and they're like, shaped like the shoes that you wear they're like pointed and like kind of the toes are all squished together you are a victim of modern society and designing no! shoes that are the complete opposite of what we need for our our for our foot health it's it's really insane i need to like dig deep on like why this happened and where the origin of it was yeah, that but would be a good question it is actually insane I knew it. I did read something like, I mean, this is obvious, but I know that it does have a huge factor with just uh, 
like the fashion industry because the fashion industry decided that these shoes looked good. And right. so that's what, no, that, that's what I'm happening. saying. Like who decided that pointy shoes looked good? Like, where did it start? That's what I'm curious about. And what's interesting to me too, is that the athletic industry has just like gone all in on it as well. Right. Even though we know now, like there's, there's a, uh, a, a book called born to run and it, it, he studied this, like, this tribe of, of, I think it was in Mexico, this tribe of people. They had people in their 70s, 80s, 90s running long distances barefoot across the desert. Mm-hmm. And um, that was where kind of the barefoot running, barefoot shoes, this barefoot movement kind of came from, was from that that book that kind of kickstarted it. But if you think about our, our foot, our foot, um, if it's strengthened and used properly um, it is perfectly designed to support the weight of our body to do all of the athletic things that we need for it to do to absorb mm-hmm. shock to um, develop thick padding you know for you know rough surfaces and things like that um, all of these different things there's a, a ton of mm-hmm. nerves in the bottom of our feet so that all of that is sending information to our brain which helps with balance which helps with just the movement of our body and our spatial awareness, all of that is cut off when we put our feet into kind of modern day shoes, big, usually big, thick Mm -hmm. padding on the bottom. So we are totally disconnected from the feeling of the earth, the feeling of the ground, which is that it's called proprioception, which is that those nerves sending signals to like, oh, there's a rock right there, or the the surface feels like this over here, that kind of thing, which is hugely important as we get older, that ability to balance mm-hmm. and walk and move well. So the foam completely cuts us off from that. Most shoes also, the heel is higher than the toe, and that's the drop of the shoe. Most of the time it's like 12 14, 15 millimeters difference between the heel and the toe. And that has massive, like it's, you're basically, you're shortening your, your calf muscle, your Achilles tendon. And to just based on like, if you, if you're just standing there, your body naturally wants to lean forward, mm-hmm. which means your body is having to actively pull back to stay upright whenever you're wearing shoes that have thicker heels than than the toe. So you're screwing up your posture right out of the gate just by the putting the shoes on. Zero drop. Like if you've heard the term, they're zero drop shoes. That means they don't have that yeah, height they're, built. They're in. flat and. Yeah. And by going flat, like your, 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 yeah, your calf muscle, like kind of re-lengthens your, there's less chance of injury. You're more flexible. You're able to stand upright normally. Um, so your balance is better. All of this stuff, you're in alignment in your body. Um, I mean, you watch a toddler play outside for like 10 minutes and like all those things you were saying, like Beckett doesn't wear shoes a lot. And when he does, we are very particular about what he wears yeah um basically he wears like wide toe box slippers everywhere yeah um but yeah like he 
like you said, like with the paddings on his feet, he can walk over like gravel and be totally fine. We have, I have a food forest in, that I'm building in the front yard that's covered in wood chips. Yeah. He will just he like, runs through he'll it. just run through it. I can't even do that. It, like it's, it's pokey. <laughs> it hurts. He does not care that's at all because he's been barefoot most of his life already. Like his feet are used to it. He's got little hobbit feet, which if you were to do that, and I'm not saying... This is not like a call, everybody go barefoot all the time, you'll get used to it. That's not for everybody. Some it's not people, necessary. Some people do that. But, but yeah, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that your feet could do that. They they can get tough enough to where you could run on a you know forest trail with no shoes on and you'd be okay. There are people who do that. So I think like what's – why would somebody want to – like they're not experiencing any foot problems. They're feeling fine physically. Why would they want to journey into changing up things? Like what would be the benefit long-term? Well, sure. I mean, I guess if you're, if you are experiencing any kind of foot pain, like if your feet never hurt, mm -hmm. you know, then yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, it's hard to, you're probably not going to make any kind of change, mm -hmm. even if you should. And for for me, if that's if that's you, listener, I would say it's because even if you're not feeling pain now and mm -hmm. you don't feel like there are issues now, that does not mean there will not be issues in 20 years, 40 years, as we get older, as you get older, um, all of that cushion, like your your arch is weakened by arch support your arch doesn't need support your arch is the support <laughs> for your body and again if you have a medical issue that's that's a separate thing but 99% of people don't need arch support that is a a lie that we have been told uh, that we bought into it's a classic thing of like um, it's like you go into the doctor for a headache and they're like here's painkillers when the actual reason is that you're dehydrated you know, like right. they're, it's like, oh, well, you need arch support because your, your arches hurt. Well, no, you need arch support or your, your arches are hurting because we're wearing shoes that are killing our feet. Well, <laughs> you know, that I are think things like that, it's kind of like, it can be like putting a bandaid on something. So like, yeah, it makes it better. You do feel better. It's like when you do these huge elimination diets. Yeah, you feel better if you take all those food groups out. But is it actually fixing the root issue of the problem? That's what we have to look at. And I would say too, like Stephen mentioned, when he switched his shoes over, it was worse for a time and then it got better. Yeah. And I think that's important to note too. Like if you decide just for the general health of your body and your spine and your posture and all these things um, to start moving towards like more barefoot friendly shoes. Um, if it is like worse before it's better. It reminds me of like when people start eating more plants or more fiber, it's like, well, I tried and it didn't, my had stomach issues for, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, because you didn't have the enzymes yet and you had to build up the enzymes. So right. I will say, like, I think it's important just to know that, that like a lot of things for our bodies, we're conditioned to be used to something it's comfortable. And yeah. so there might be a transition. Yeah. And there's a lot like there's some studies out there that's like, oh, people who wore barefoot shoes versus normal shoes were more prone to injury. Like there's like a military study about mm, that. Mm. And my question is, well, were the people wearing barefoot shoes, were they wearing normal shoes before you put them in like barefoot minimalist shoes or had they been 
had they been conditioned it using like using the barefoot minimalist shoes like had they had a chance to wear those and strengthen and adapt, adapt to them, to them yeah. because yeah if you just go straight from normal shoes to barefoot shoes you're a hundred percent going to injure yourself it'd be like trying to go deadlift way too much weight you don't have the muscles built up for it because your feet have literally atrophied mm -hmm. because they haven't been used properly so you're calf and your Achilles heel, that that tendon, that takes time to re-lengthen. Your arch takes, it's a muscle kind of, I don't know, your arch is crazy. Like it's a weird material, um, but it takes time to strengthen and come back. And your toes, it takes time for them to start to spread again and all that stuff. And your neural pathways, your brain hasn't been receiving information, like information from your bottom of your feet you know, for years. Two episodes ago, we talked about things that bother, like drive us nuts by each other. And the one that I said was like, oh, Stephen has to research everything. Well, this is this is the payoff. Like, this is what we're looking <laughs> at here. Because if you're like, why? How do you even know this stuff? Like, Stephen, I just want to attest. Stephen literally researches the amount of shoes that he's researched on the computer. And like, Stephen has hiked the Grand Canyon twice. Like, I just want to give you some straight cred here yeah, in case I, someone's just dropping in this episode. Like, like I, Stephen is a researcher. So I've been wearing years. I've been wearing uh, my first pair of barefoot shoes was a brand called Lems, L E M S. Um, and it was a, pr it's a pretty minimal pair all things considered very low cushion that was you know 9 years ago mm -hmm. so i've been i've been wearing like barefoot foot friendly zero drop wide toe box all that stuff i've been doing that for almost 10 years so i have a i do have a ton of experience doing this um i have the last time I hiked the Grand Canyon in November was wearing a brand called Vivo Barefoot, which is even more minimalist. Like you, if you step on a rock, it hurts. Like you, it's, they're very minimal. That's when you hear and the I word. hiked the Grand Canyon <laughs> wearing those. That's considered, when you hear the term barefoot shoes, that's like, the like you can feel the ground underneath right. you. Yes. Not like a ton. You know, it's not like that's if you're right. wearing socks, yeah. but that's, I just want to like throw out those terms because yeah. I think they're kind of foreign. And that's a good, that's a good thing. If you're trying to think of like, okay, well, what, what do I need to do right now? Like I'm wearing normal shoes. I have my Reeboks or whatever. Like, what do I you just throw in companies? What do I do? Reeboks going to come after us. Nike. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on. Bring I know it. they're all listening bring to this podcast. It. Yes. Um, Saucony. Yeah. Uh, all, all the big ones. Um, but if you've got those and you're like, well, what do I what do I do? What's the most important? I would say the most important yeah. is zero drop wide toe wide box. Toe. Those are those more so than like the ground feel, like the or the, the less the less cushion. Yeah, or the conductive. Like you can slip your shoes off and go stand on grass for a little bit. I don't. I mean, my only conductive like grounding shoes are the Earth Runners. Yeah. Um, but you know, be barefoot as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And if you are wearing shoes, yeah, wear um, zero drop. I would say that's like arguably the most important. That like if you have knee issues, zero drop will fix your knee issues almost overnight. Like I, if I, I feel it. I tried Allbirds one time. I think that's a pretty like broad statement. It is a broad statement. I already told you I'm not 
a doctor, so mm. I can make whatever claims I want. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. But seriously, like I, I used to have knee issues, and like I went zero drop, and my knee issues went away. That's if interesting. I, if I, I tried to wo- wear Allbirds mm-hmm. before, and they have a drop, and. I was walking around like, oh, my knees hurt so bad. What's going on? And it was, it was that. Like, it's because my body was comb- the me- the biomechanics are all wrong. And so, the zero drop is important. The wide toe box is is a very close second to me. So okay. Um, so why don't we why don't we end by saying like, what are our personal favorite shoe brands? Do you yeah. want to give like your top three or two? Sure. I can give my top. My my personal favorite is is Lems, who I already mentioned, L-E-M-S. They have um they're a bit more of a rugged brand. So they're not cute. Yeah. They're not really fashion forward. <laughs> a lot of a lot of these shoes are not, not fashion, fashion forward. forward. Um, but for my feet, they're they were my first barefoot you know, minimalist shoes. My feet really like them. Um, and they, I think they have the best looking boots though. I will say that for men. Sure. For, but if you're looking for like hiking boots, Mm -hmm. like they are, they look awesome. They're, they're, um, I just retired mine after eight years. Mm -hmm. I had their boulder boots. They're very, a very, very well-made good looking, um, boot. So that's, that's lems. And then, um, Number two, coming in at number two number two, Stephen. I think for me, um, man, oh, that's a, it's hard. Uh, actually, know. it's hard because I've, I've got a couple. couple we'll put in the ones. show notes a list of quite a few. So you, can yeah, I mean, I would, gosh, I would say just based on purely like on my, um, my experience wearing them, um, I would probably say vivo barefoot um just be in terms of like i know i i don't like them as a company so i don't buy their shoes anymore um there's quality issues they're very expensive and their support we've had iffy but they're number two they're number two because i loved wearing them like they i hiked the grand canyon in them my feet my feet were very happy in them um so but i also i don't like them as a company so do that (laughs) We'll do with that what you will. Is really number number. I'm, I have as opinions. A, like my inner peacemaker is feeling. I'm just gonna say. A little I know. I'm channeling with, my eight right now. Well, like everything I know about, like you know, any sort of speaking to the public, you're not supposed to like na- name drop, and you just keep <laughs> no, doing it. I'm I like name drop. Uh, so I would say if you want to steer clear of Vivo, as I do. Um, then I would say, I would say ultra is probably the other, um, brand they're more known for, they have a lot of padding. So if you want, if you like the cushy, then ultra is your, your person. Um, but I would say like they, they're known for like hiking and trail running and running shoes. Like they have a ton of really popular running shoes as well. So they're, they're probably the other one, but what are. What are your favorite brands? I know what you're going to say. Yep. Just two. I'm a yep. simple, simple gal. Yep. Also, these kind of shoes are not cheap. It's not like not. 20 buck shoes. But the thing is, it it's all we wear. Like I yep. have literally two pairs of shoes. Well, that I wear all the time. Yeah. I have three and pairs, and but... you've worn them for years. It's a, it's yeah. the buy once, cry once it's uh, approach. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so my top two are my earth runners are my sandals. And those are the ones that are conductive. Um, they're just like a very simple shoe. So I feel like they can like go with anything. Um, that's like my summer spring shoe. And then feel grounds is my other one. And that's my walking shoe. So it's like a tennis shoe that I, I'm going to, my heel is going to find the ground one of these days because I've worn them so much. The rubber at the bottom is getting thin, but those are great for like a walking shoe or a winter boot. Yep. Um, And they are, they are cuter. Like they're more, they're probably the most stylish shoes. Yeah. They look the best. Um, Those are my favorite. I will say just to humanize all the things I do have, like my third pair of shoes is not wide toe box. It's this Italian shoe, Italian made that I love. And, but it's not, it's the shoe that I wear. Like if we're going out to a coffee shop or something like that, but it's not like what I would walk in, what I would wear every day. So I just want to say I'm not. I just want to say I'm not perfect. I know that yeah. everyone is wondering that. Well, I'm like I wore <laughs> no, I wore not. a pair of I have this brown pair of Clark's Clark yep. boots. I wore those for our 10 year anniversary yes. um uh vow renewal ceremony because I like how they look. Yeah, sometimes you know, you know and, fashion and my feet hurt in those. <laughs> they hurt so bad. Uh, I can honestly say my feet don't hurt in my other shoes, but I know if I were to like try to wear them all day, yeah. they probably would. But yeah. those are our favorites. We will link them. Um, I think that wraps us up. What do you think? I do. I do. This think is there, like there's a lot that to talk so about. Much. It's personal because it's feet, it's shoes, you know. And um, well, but you have so much. I mean. Like for you hiking and gardening, like this is so important to you. It's like, it's your feet for you personally. I think you have even a more intense relationship with it, which is really cool. And that's why you know so much because you literally have like hiked so much. Well, I love, um, to me, I love finding things that are really, really basic. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, if I just make this one change, it has these ripple effects. Right. You know, I'm I'm lazy. I want to find the the least amount of effort for the maximum impact. Yeah. And I haven't come across anything as simple as just changing change your shoes out. Change your shoes. And it has all of these benefits, like your feet don't hurt as much, your body doesn't hurt as much, you can move better, and uh, and it's better for your brain. Like there's all of this stuff. It's wild. And it's just from wearing better shoes, you know? So the moral of the story is wear wide toe box, foot-friendly shoes, yep. and as often as you can, take them off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. And go, go beyond grass or concrete that or something. That is... That's exactly it. So our takeaway, do you want me to share the takeaway? Yeah, of course. Um, Our challenge to you, listener, and ours as well, is can you get outside and ground a few times this week? Can you be intentional and thoughtful about that? If you're outside playing with your kids, can you encourage them to slip their shoes off for a couple minutes or put their hands on the ground and just start thinking about it? Because it's not habit. And so- Yep. Try to just be mindful of that. Yeah. And it's hard in winter. I definitely forget. Like sometimes, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, I should like go outside and take my shoes off. 
All right, that's our takeaway. This has been. Thank you, Stephen, for all of your knowledge drops and all the research you've done. Same to you about the grounding. And and if there, I mean, if you can't tell, really enjoy talking about this. So um, any questions, I'm all for it. Brand names, if you're curious about some shoes, if you, if you uh, are curious about like, well, you know, I've got this special thing. What about that? Like, I would love to answer questions. Stephen loves a challenge. I do. He loves to be challenged. If you want to send him your shoes and ask if they're on his hit list, he's happy to tell you. I'll tell you. (laughs) I won't hold back. (laughs) All right, Stephen. Let's finish up Whimsy and Delight. Whimsy and Delight. What What have you been enjoying lately? What's the best thing you've eaten lately? Let us know. Yeah, for me, uh, I've been enjoying lately that, you know, I'm starting to, it's, it's starting to get back into gardening season. Uh, February where I live is when you start um, starting seeds inside. Christina did her flower seeds. I've got some, you know, gardening seeds that she did so far. <laughs> she just added some to her seed starting, but I have some more that I need to start. And so it's it's planning and all that stuff. It's starting to ramp up. So that's always uh, really really fun. And then uh, I got a candle warmer for my office as a Christmas gift. And, uh, and it's been really, really fun. Um, I've been really enjoying it. It's been uh, really fun because it, yeah. it burns through the candles so much slower. So much slower. And there's no fire involved. I don't have to like crank it. I can ad- adjust it a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. No fire we should <laughs> inside. Link um, so yeah, we can link the, and we went through a couple on Amazon. Yeah, there's a couple, there's were fluky, a couple bad, they didn't work. bad brands. So this but the one I found has been rock solid. So rock solid. Rock solid. Like a rock. I love it. And uh, <laughs> it tying into the shoe conversation, um, I wore through my last hiking shoes, which were Viva Barefoot shoes, and I didn't want to buy from them again. And so it's been going back to the drawing board, like what what hiking shoes do I want to do? And do I you want just boots? Love to try new. I do. Oh my goodness! Do I want to do boots? Is there a different brand out there? Like what do I do? So. I uh, I finally landed on the ones that I think I'm excited about. How long is it? Like the last like week or maybe longer? Two weeks. Whenever two weeks, like yeah. whenever Steven's on his computer, I'm like, are you looking at shoes again? <laughs> yep, sure am. <laughs> but um, you think you settled, right? I do. Yep, I'm very, and they're from Lems. That's the thing. You you have to find what works for your foot. Yeah. You know, it's some people Lems are great. Some people it's not. Some people love Ultras. Like I just did a backpacking trip with a guy who like Ultras are his shoes. His yeah. feet loves them. They feel great. They like fixed recurring ankle problems that he had his whole life. Mm-hmm. So he's like all about that brand. I'm all about Lems. Yeah. So um, anyway, I landed on a shoe that they have that I haven't tried yet. So. You've yeah, worn lens for so long. They just like are you. It's like they how you it's like me. black t-shirts for you. It's just like That's right. I'm wearing Lem slippers right now. Right now. Right now. Oh yeah, the slippers you mentioned in an earlier podcast. They are Lems. They are Lems. Wow. They're the best slippers ever. Okay. Uh best thing, thing I've eaten. Best thing I've eaten lately. Um, I'm stealing this from you. And uh, it's this avocado sushi that you made tonight for dinner. You dreamed about having avocado oh my sushi. Gosh. They're and... gonna think I'm crazy because the last podcast we ate pancakes because I had a dream <laughs> about, about pancakes. Christina dreams about food and I we don't eat it. What's wrong next with night. me? <laughs> I've been having food dreams and then I wake up and I'm like, I need I to want make that so bad. sushi. 
but it, it was so good. It oh, was like, oh, and the, the soy sauce was so good. Yeah, it really I didn't the make the soy sauce. Man, awesome. So that was the best thing I've eaten lately for sure. It was what just, about you? Okay, I was going to say, it was just, it's like nori with white rice and mashed avocado and tofu. And, tofu, and then you so. drizzle it in tahini. It's the tahini really makes it that and nutritional it. yeast. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways. Honestly, that was the best thing I've eaten lately too. Yeah. It just hit the spot. The texture was on point. It's those easy to eat foods, you know? Yep. Not much chewing involved. Just delicious. Yeah. Oh, Beckett drank the soy sauce. Oh, yes, he did. He literally He's took- been obsessed with sauces lately. Oh, Every time we have a sauce, sausage. It's, like, it's almost been a problem. First like, thing buddy, he asked for chair. this morning, he opened the fridge and he- Brought Stephen the Dijon mustard. Yes. And I could hear Stephen saying, uh, he didn't know that I had given Beckett Dijon before. And he's like, let me Google this, buddy. Can toddlers have Dijon mustard? And I texted Steve because I heard him. I'm like, yes, he can have the Dijon. He likes a little bit of honey in it. Serve it with his pretzels. But like, he loves sauces. So he took my bowl because he noticed I had a sauce. He just brings it up to his mouth and like starts drinking it. And he made the weirdest face, of course, soy sauce. But then he proceeded to take a second drink. So... He did. Also, we are watching his sodium levels, if anyone is concerned. <laughs> I like Googled that today. How much sodium can a toddler have? Because our child loves soy sauce. Yeah. Even, yeah, I need to like start always buying light sodium. Okay. Anyways, um, he's thriving. Soy sauce. My, that's the best thing I've eaten lately. It's just so good. And frothy monkey coffee. Yeah. Steven got coffee, like ground, or coffee beans from a coffee shop here called frothy monkey for his espresso maker and we've had it the last two nights and it was just like noticeably even more delicious than normal it's freshly roasted it's really good coffee and the shots are so much easier to pull if you've ever like done espresso stuff the crema is so on point it's it's yeah it's just been a game changer from what we usually get from the store frothy monkey more expensive though, unfortunately. All right, what what have you been enjoying? I've been enjoying Beckett's new bed mattress. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you want to give any context for that? No, I got, he got a like toddler bed that I thrifted, but we didn't have a mattress for a few weeks, and we were finally able to order him the mattress, and it's been so fun just sitting on the bed and reading books with him on his bed. He doesn't sleep in it, but he will Not one day yet when he's eighteen. <laughs> one one day. No, I've been enjoying that. I just, I don't know. It's really comfortable too. Yep. All right. Well, folks, that will be all. That is it. Thank if you, you for If you work joining. at one of the companies that Steven slammed, <laughs> I personally apologize. He does not apologize. I do not. I'm <laughs> unapologetic. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Long live your feet. Long live your feet. (laughs) Take your shoes off, folks. Take take your shoes off. All right. Uh, Yeah, but um, thank you so much for listening. If you have questions or anything, uh, we'd love to hear from you, as always. And if you um, have anything that you would like for us to cover or talk about, any topics, please please let us know. Not Um, sure what next week holds. You message either of us, uh, me or Christina, but let's be real, you'll all message Christina. Uh, that's fine. I'm not lonely. Uh, You're intimidating them with your. <laughs> I know. Uh, You're not giving like 
come chat with I'm me not vibes. Welcoming vibes. <laughs> Just I would kidding. say message me, but nobody ever does. Steve is like the most friendly. Steve is like everyone's best friend. That's well, I'd true. love to, I'd love to hear from anybody if you want to. But um, yeah, you can support the podcast for five dollars a month and get some goodies with your subscription. Um, it means a lot to us. It helps us offset some of the costs and time that we spend on this. And um, that's it for now. We'll see you next time under the willow tree. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Welcome, my dear, to the endless summer.